Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. And we have a guest. We have a guest in space. Ah, I, I believe I may be this magical guest. Hi, I'm I'm Hi. there. I, I'm just a person on the internet a lot. Yes. Yes, hello. It's great hello, to have you on dear. here. It, you know, first yeah. time, long time. I, I've been waiting to say this bit for a while. Uh, a fan of the show, fan fan of the people here. I am honestly really excited to be here and talk about one of my favorite goofy movies. Oh, oh we're yeah. excited to have you here. And uh, this was your suggestion, and I was very excited that you suggested this movie because um, I've been wanting to talk yes. about it for a long time. I. And I feel like was... I need to clarify, it's not actually a Goofy movie. Um, <laughs> there, is, there is no Max Goof in here, um, but it is, it is goofy as hell. <laughs> we'll say that. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we're talking about Jason X, which is uh, timely, because yeah. yesterday was Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. aim to be a slightly late with my ideas. You know what? Fashionably. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's fashionable. Um, exactly. Fashionable. We're uh, only we're nerds show up on time. Do you think nerds watch Jason X? Uh, we're cryogenically freezing this episode and putting it out later. <laughs> so. Uh, oh. Yes. 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 This is the director's cut. The I... original can't be found for four hundred and forty-five years. <laughs> yes. Um. I need to point out that a lot of Jason fans hate this movie for really? no reason. Yes. They're like, oh, it that. sucks. Why? It's so bad. And it's like, um, actually, no, it's Why? not that bad. It's funny as hell. And I feel like none of you have a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the only Friday 13th movie I can sit through, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask, what's everybody's relationship to the Friday the 13th franchise? Because I watched the first one, did not care for it, and then decided to quit while I was ahead and did not watch any more until this one, and I really liked this one. The last Friday the 13th, Kai and I actually tried to marathon most of them. Yeah, um, we made it through like six, I think. Six, yeah. And, and we gave at up. that point, we we're like, this is fucking awful. And we stopped. Yeah. I will say, I like the first one just because it's extremely subversive in that you, you're not expecting a woman to be the serial killer, um, much less a mother a middle-aged woman and i find that really interesting and fun but after that it's like the same thing over and over again and eh. um, yeah. but this one was funny this one was funny as hell and i enjoyed it a lot um i enjoy it sparingly uh mostly i am a fan of uh goofy uh like slashers just because mm -hmm. they're fun, throw on for like Halloween friends that way. You don't have to focus and get like actually scared. You can just jump at the screams and keep it moving. Um, I do happen to enjoy like the Friday the thirteenth like video game that came out a few years ago. And that's like Ooh. might be my highest like familiarity with Jason Voorhees, yeah. honestly. Um yeah, I've tried playing that game, but I'm very bad at multiplayer games in general. So <laughs> I played it once and then stopped. 
Uh, I'm not a gamer. I agree. I loved the ending of the first film, but just the getting there was not worth it. It was just so boring. At least this one made the most of its concept. Like, of all the movies I've seen where it's just horror movie set in space, this Mm -hmm. one seemed to have the most fun with the concept that I've seen. That wasn't, you know like originally intended to be in space like not like alien or anything like that just like we took a slasher we put him on a spaceship and we saw what happened like this is Mm -hmm. my favorite of those that i have seen yeah um so i learned this past these past couple of days um about this movie is that it was being written about the same time as uh, scream was coming out and so when scream came out they like forced everyone to put more self-referential uh self-aware jokes into it (laughs) um which i thought was very funny um because it just made this movie even sillier than it already was i think yeah Um, i didn't uh yeah (laughs) i didn't know that but yeah that does make sense because uh this was like what 2001 yeah so this script had been in the works for a while and they had uh been writing it just like right when scream came out that's really fun um Mm -hmm. yeah so uh jason x is the movie for those who who aren't in the loop um this is the infamous one where jason goes to space because once you reach (laughs) 10 movies in a slasher franchise you start to run out of ideas um yep but it is like he'd gone to hell let's put him on a spaceship yeah yeah he'd gone to hell he'd gone to manhattan he had (laughs) gone uh i think those were the two big ones yeah let's be real manhattan might be the worst of the locations that he's had to go (laughs) space future hell or new york i i'm gonna try space future space future is probably the, the most fun one as a person who is now from new york (laughs) Uh, okay but you live in queens (laughs) i work in manhattan and it is also a garbage pit that i would (laughs) (laughs) just just times square the rest of it i actually don't know very much about but i do not like times square there's just too many people there's garbage and it's just it is garbage everywhere it's it's a sensory overload i've I've been i've lived in new york for a while yeah, which uh, borough were you in? Uh, fucking Brooklyn. Uh, oh, lived with, I mean, uh, some I heard family Brooklyn's in Brooklyn beautiful. for a little bit. Ooh. That sounds nice. Jason wouldn't go to Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> Jason would never go to Brooklyn. <laughs> he keeps it in the streets of Manhattan. <laughs> uh, so, uh, That's where all the sin is, where everyone <laughs> is having open sex on the street. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh so shall we um get into get into things into jason x um so i love like even the beginning of this movie takes place in technically what was the future in 2001 um Mm -hmm. which yeah i believe it takes place in 2010 yeah. Uh, that's when the cryogenic freezing, fr- or freezing cha- like tubes were invented and used. Yeah, <laughs> like inexplicably, there's just this Crystal Lake research facility that has captured Jason, and they're like <laughs> trying to run experiments on him because he has the ability to regenerate after he dies. Um, so 
They're like I thought that was magically imbued to him after he was resurrected by the Necronomicon. So like, (laughs) hmm, that's odd. Uh, Like it's like literally the Necronomicon from Evil Dead Two. They like reused that prop for the Jason Jason Goes to Hell movie. They were going to eventually uh, add uh, Ash uh, as well in like the Freddy versus Jason type. Uh, sort of mm-hmm. thing. Ooh, it yeah. was a thing that was scrapped in like development. Yeah, they, it's because nobody could agree that. on the fact that since Ash is the good guy, he needs to be the one to win. And it's like, no, it's got to be ambiguous. It's like, fuck that. <laughs> no, I, I straight up just want Ash to kill Jason. I don't. That's same. I don't need it to be a fight. I just wanted to see it. I want to uh, see him kill Freddy too. I just, I think it would be hilarious. If you want to make it ambiguous, just have him, like, light up a cigarette afterwards and say, I don't care, mom and dad. Ambiguous. (laughs) I think we need to circle back to this warehouse, because this warehouse, uh, I took copious notes, by which I mean I uh, had a chaotic thread on Twitter.com, in which (laughs) I was just letting every unhinged thought fly. And my first thing is, why is the warehouse so covered in water? The entire what? intro scene as everyone's stepping. There's just puddles everywhere. Inexplicably, for no reason, is it supposed to be under the lake? I, I mean, do not know. Maybe the lake oh, flooded, quote unquote. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it might be under the lake. But I think it's just because it explains all the ice later on. <laughs> it's for the vibes. Jason's just really sweaty. <laughs> Face is very sweaty. I think it's just for the aesthetic. You can't have a creepy warehouse in an early two thousands horror movie without random puddles of water. That's that's how you know it's shady government activity. It's the puddles <laughs> of water make it inexplicably shadier. They can't yes. afford a shop vac. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the budget. Yeah, because they're blowing all of their all of their money on like. I don't know, cocaine or something. <laughs> that one uh, practical effect that comes in. I don't think it was actually practical, but it was a cool kill Like that comes in later. They spent all their budget on that one kill, and then the rest, they were like, well, uh, what now? <laughs> Throw um, some puddles on the floor. Make it look great. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, they're, uh, there's two scientists who are like, kind of arguing about um, one of them wants to cryogenically freeze Jason, and the other is like, "No, we need to kill him." Because he's which one dangerous. is played by David Cronenberg? Yeah, I yeah. loved seeing David Literally, Cronenberg it's show David up Cronenberg. in this movie. Hilarious! I uh, <laughs> he'll just like do anything. I feel like because he he was in Nightbreed too as like the main villain of that. So he'll just like show up in in horror films if people are like, "Hey, you want to come do this?" He's like, "Absolutely, I will." <laughs> I adore that though. That's very sweet. Yeah, uh, it was definitely a nice surprise. David Cronenberg um, is like, um, uh, what's the guy from The Good Place? Ted. Uh, Ted Danson. Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. He's like evil Ted Danson almost. <laughs> They they are deeply similar looking people. They are. I hate that I now yeah. know this. <laughs> um, so, I can't remember the main lady's name. Rowan. Yes, Rowan. that's right. Um, like a boat. So, uh, 
Jason, of course, like, escapes and starts wreaking havoc like he does, just walking very slowly an inch at a time with his machete. And, uh, she, she ends up freezing both herself and Jason. The only way to stop him is to freeze him to death. Yep. Which, he didn't die. Well, spoiler alert. (laughs) They are frozen completely solid, uh, cryogenically. And then, the first, also, the scene didn't really need to happen in the movie. It is just the most like, alright, how did he get frozen? How do we get to the future? Uh, With a movie that already starts inexplicably ten years in the future from when this movie came out. Um, Also, has anyone seen... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you continue. I was just wondering, because I haven't seen any of the other... Was any of this set up in the previous Friday the 13th movie? No. I have no fucking idea. No, the last last movie came out in, in like, 1993. Like, there is a, like, eight-year gap in time between this movie and the one before it. They just kind of were like, clean slate, why not? (laughs) You know what, fair enough. I I mean, again, when you get to the 10th movie in a franchise there's really not that much more to do aside from go to space so yeah we cut to like 400 years later and uh there's a a spaceship crew um i can't remember what they were oh they were exploring the remnants of earth because in the future people ruined the planet and ended up going to a different planet called earth 2 but they come back to explore, like, the original Earth. So they find Jason and Rowan and bring them on board their ship. Yeah, they're essentially, like, space research students. Like, they're, they're, they're just doing, like, space college. They're, this is oh, just college. a weird research. Yeah, they're just on, like, a research mission. They're, like, I think they're expressly told, like, they're college students or something. Yeah, they're... There's like literally like a monologue where this professor guy or whatever is talking about how like he's not gonna pay anybody on board because like they're students they'll they'll just get like credit or whatever. <laughs> this is also where I feel like the the time period really starts to show of the early two thousands because that's when like the the like science fiction show crews were coming back because you got Battlestar Galactica, you got Farscape, you got Firefly, and, like, this film feels like it's trying so hard to be that. And, like, especially Alien as well. It's aliens, not Alien, I suppose. But it's just got all this ragtag group of quirky folks, let me tell you. Yeah. Now, I do do like, so I'm not gonna go through the huge cast of characters because there's a bunch, but I do love that the names are, like, a mix of, like, of names we use now and like random names that sound futuristic i think that's kind of cool so we have like brandon and adrian and like regular names like that but then we also have like azrael waylander janessa Stoney. yeah kinsa i'm like that's, that's kind of a cool touch um the name mm-hmm. azrael also like slaps it's a I- good name so we have like a mutual friend from college whose name is Janessa, and I thought that was really funny that I was hearing that name because I've never heard that name before. Um, our friend, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, there's all these like students. Oh, there's also okay. We got to talk about um, the dominatrix robot. Yes, yeah, Dobby, Mommy, Robot. KM fourteen. Yeah, Dobby, so Mommy, the, Robbie. The teacher has this like robot who's a, a sex robot, and she's like, there's a scene where she just. just like twisting the hell out of his nipples and like wait that's not the robot no that's, that's not the just robot a that's one of yeah that's, that was one of the that's one of the students are you sure yeah yeah yes. yes. robot no there's no, a different no, nipple no, related robot. scene with she's, km she's talking about <laughs> so the um i don't remember which student it is but she like walks in and is like we need to talk about my midterm and then the, the oh. <laughs> The professor is like wearing lingerie, and they're like, she's like twisting his nipples with some clamp, and then he goes, the "You pass." Clamp. He like screams, "You pass!" at the top of his lungs. In it. Oh my this, god! This movie is very horny in a femdom way, which it is really wild is for yeah. the year two thousand and one. The thing, the thing about this scene, she's calling him daddy, but he's like absolutely like submissive in this and i think that's just like i think his hands are tied to the bed too (laughs) yeah so funny subversive Uh, tropes yeah love it of course you know this is a friday 13 thing so of course there's a lot of sex because that's jason's Mm -hmm. whole thing he hates premarital sex um this is one of my favorite examples of jason hating premarital sex it's so funny he's actively hates it before i felt like it was a coincidence but like causation is not correlation or whatever but this movie's like no this causation is correlation Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they um they wake up rowan first and uh She's, like, trying to warn them, like, you can't wake up Jason, he's too dangerous, we need to get rid of him. He's extremely valuable. Um, Yeah, they're gonna, like, sell his body to somebody because... Yeah, because he's a famous serial killer, so he's, like, a collector's item, basically. Mm -hmm. Also, okay, like, the random bits of lore that are dropped are really fun. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. When they see his hockey mask, they're like, oh, yeah, hockey was made illegal in, what, like, 2024? Yeah, so we have two years years to figure out what the fuck happened to hockey. (laughs) Hockey will cease to exist in two years. They casually (laughs) drop that they're they're heading to Earth 2. Bikes are maybe... Not a thing people are like commonplace know anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so goofy. They're just like, we're gonna make up lore. Who's gonna argue with us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So good. Also, you can just unfreeze people willy nilly, I suppose, because they kind of treat this like it's yeah. no big deal that they brought back this woman to life from the year like 2010. Oh, yeah, the guy that they... the professor calls is like, how many other people have you unfrozen? And it's like quite a few it's like yeah it's not that big of a deal (laughs) the biggest feels that it's like 400 years instead of 200 yeah which i kind of get the selling point of like you know you unfreeze some random person you're like oh that's some random person but if you unfreeze jack the ripper now that's that's a story (laughs) right there yeah yeah what if jack the ripper had been cryogenically frozen (laughs) That's and why he unthought him now, and he's like, "Oh, I was this all then." <laughs> this is um, why Jason never speaks. I because I'm convinced now he has a Cockney accent. I don't he's care where co- he's from. He's got a Cockney accent. Um, so oh yeah, we gosh. get this amazing scene where two of the students sneak off to have sex, and like <laughs> and it brings the, it back this, to life. 
the just the knowledge of them having sex is what <laughs> makes Jason awaken. Is what is implied. Literally, literally, like I, it keeps cutting between his like fingers moving a little bit and them like doing stuff to each other. And then at one point, she like, I think she like gasps because like it's finally happening, and he shoots upright, and it's like he smelled it, <laughs> and it was like it made him so mad <laughs> that he it, came back to life. Literally, the spirit of premarital sex causes him vi- to do violence. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, God is not here. I have to carry out his will. Can <laughs> <laughs> so we also get this like sick kill where he freezes um, this girl's face with liquid nitrogen and like? Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Smashes. Yeah. It's it's one of his gnarliest. Uh, this yeah. movie has some of my favorite Jason Voorhees kills ever, but mm-hmm. liquid nitrogen is definitely a top five. Yeah, that Very one. Good. That one is really good. There's like some that are like really good, and then others that are like. It looks like he's just like slinging people around, and it doesn't look like it hurts anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but they still the, die. Yeah, you could tell the ones they wanted to invest time and money <laughs> in, and the ones they were like, "We gotta kill him," so they're just, just yeah, kill him. This yeah. One of my favorite ones budget. is terrible, mm-hmm. but I love it. So the backbreaker kill is legit oh, yeah. one of my favorite, and it looks like trash. <laughs> it does. Oh, good. So um, given yeah, oh. starts like stalking around the ship and uh we learn so there's like uh, again another bit of lore here is that um like holographic vr games are a thing which makes total sense so two of the characters kind of have that now this video game and it's like this whole hologram thing the really bad cgi monsters (laughs) yeah and jason interrupts somehow jason is able to cut through the monster with just his machete (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, also, kind of circling back, I was so glad that character got killed because he's like this little teenage sidekick boy. But mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments is when they first find Frozen Jason. He falls over and like accidentally chops this boy's arm off. Oh yeah, and, and then they have to give him drugs like and he acts no like he's high deal. for the, like the rest of the movie. Yeah, so they take the boy to this, like, chamber that uses, like, nanobots or something to, like, stitch his arm back ants, together. They call them ants, which is funny. Those things, yeah. 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 This is the titular Azrael, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yes. Um, um, yeah, he again, also has, like, like, white boy dreadlocks, so I was totally <laughs> fine with him going. He has weird, awful, futuristic white boy dreads. Yeah. Um, the fashion in this movie is just literally, like, early 2000s fashion. Like, they didn't even yeah. try. But I do kind of love that, because... I, you want a crop top and low rise jeans? This I'm gonna be honest. For you. We're kind of circling back to that being the thing now. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousands fashion, and I I don't know how to feel about it because it's, like if you're gonna go all now. in on it, you gotta be awful about it because it was awful fashion back then. I, I want uh, Scooby Doo two Monsters Unleashed two thousand fashion to come back. I don't need Jason yes. X fashion to come. Back. I want yeah. actually Tisdale levels of layering. Like uh, the jeans with the skirt. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can we um, also talk about how why it's all like fleece and like wool clothes in in twenty four fifty five? Space. I guess Where it's cold the up there. I want to see the space sheep. I want to the see them. Do they look man. any different? I I wonder that. I'm maybe they have extra eyeballs or something. 
We've like seen Plethora. Space Sheep before. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> same brain. Um, so Thera and this movie take place in the same universe. How do we feel about that? I it makes Kristen sense. Stewart would you be know, a good final girl. That's my theory. Um, yes. So there's just like a lot of killing, and uh, yeah, like we said, some are memorable, some are not. Um, I do love um, though. There's like a scene where KM fourteen gets upgraded to be like a like a fighting ninja robot. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, like, KM fourteen is my favorite Jason's character ass. in this whole it's damn movie. So amazing when they. When they introduce her upgrades, they literally play like the Buffy guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So funny. Yeah. At first, I was averse to the chat saying like, "This is like early Buffy," because like you know, I grew up with that. And I'm like, "No, it's not. Buffy's so much better." And then I thought about the snappy, annoying dialogue, all the quirky, fun <laughs> characters, all the like the dog no, and I'm like, actually, yeah, they, they got him. <laughs> This this movie is nothing but no. silly banana pants. This is like um, early Buffy in like the the episodes where like Xander becomes a hyena or <laughs> um the one with the big giant praying mantis lady. Like one of those. Not like well, any not of the good spoil. ones. One of the bad ones. <laughs> well, not to spoil it either, but in the later seasons, they do make a sex fighting robot. Several actually. <laughs> well, I mean, there you Amazing. go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's not a scene where she picks out what kind of nipples she wants to have but there you go okay the guy that like is like the guy that like maintains her or whatever he gave me like sean gunn vibes he like he like looked like sean gunn when he was in the gilmore girls do y'all know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah oh god what is this Okay, Sean Gunn. I, is... I know exactly what you're talking about. What okay. is I know Sean Gunn. I just haven't seen Gilmore Girls. Oh gosh, you're right. Um, <laughs> let, uh, you looked it up. <laughs> that was me finding it out in real time. Here, I also a, loved those. If two you have a pic, actors. drop it in chat, and I'll look it up and put another one. But yeah, I loved the two actors, the the scientist boy and his sex robot, which I don't actually know if she's for sex. Because she wanted the really. nipples. She's just kind she's... of a analysis expert yeah. or whatever. She's a protocol droid, essentially. Yeah. She's Data. She's Data from Star Trek. She's, she's Data, if Data, got, if Data got yassified. <laughs> yes, Data. Um, gosh, this... I, I there's so many really good silly scenes in this movie that I truly do love that I'm going to highlight. Yes. Uh, um I, because for 10 minutes in this movie, they do just pull out a bunch of random space marines to try to take Jason out. They and do. Just, for 10 minutes this movie just becomes uh an an aliens knockoff and they just <laughs> shamelessly it has one of my favorite uh, one-liners for a kill in which a man gets ki- killed and impaled on a big spike, like a big <gasps> yes. spike. And someone's oh, like, "Oh, I love that." Th- they check in. It's like status report. And he's like, "He's screwed, he's, sir. He's screwed and it, right now." <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> "This was your friend." Wow, oh, and he's like slowly rotating in a circle down the giant screen. Yeah, I know that was so funny. <laughs> Oh, good. Um, I don't think anyone in 2455 has any kind of empathy for other people. <laughs> Except for the nerd in KM. These yeah. two, Aww. I 
T for T. I I don't know why. Listen, listen. I literally before like they made it very clear that she's a robot. I was like, oh, this is just a trans woman. Extremely T for T in a way that I respect. I love it. They they are my favorite people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. Th- yeah. They, well, there's one person who ties them for that, which is Sergeant Brodsky, who is yes. a oh! alpha, <laughs> who is the biggest Chad in all of all of the <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Yeah, he rules too. <laughs> oh my god, he, so he especially I, shines in the ending. But I love in the scene where Jason's just hacking up the military people. He like gets Jason behind the door, and he's like, "It's going to take a lot more than that to kill me." And oh, he stab no, he stabs through the door. And then he's like, it's going to take a lot more than that to kill me. And then he stabs through the door a second time and he goes, yep, that'll do it. (laughs) That is the scene that I talk about when I introduce people to Jason X because it is one of my favorite scenes in any movie. It is so goofy. Yeah, I feel like this movie at least has some character for all of the survivor people. Because like in any other like Jason movie you I can't be fucking asked to re- remember any of these like any of them what their names are or anything this yeah. one at least I can remember like personalities and how funny they are and like even if I don't remember their names I know like who we're talking about based on like the description of their lines and their personality because it's fun you know yeah yeah um, they all have a little thing so we got to talk about about cyborg jason totally kicks his ass and kills him but uh we saw the nanites from earlier that fixed the guy's arm so the nanites get mm-hmm. to jason and like they turn him into a cyborg basically and he gets a sick metal mask and uh, now he's even more unstoppable. So this time, mm-hmm. he just like walks up to KM14 and punches and her punches head her head and off, flies off like <laughs> a mannequin, <laughs> and it's so funny. The yes. the whole the I whole shot love... of that is like she's like shooting at him, and he's just like walking up to her, and then like she says something. I don't remember what she says, but he just like roundhouses her, and like her head just flies off. She's yes. fine though; like she can still move her eyes and talk and all of that it's just very funny <laughs> one of my yeah. favorite tropes in horror is a disembodied talking head it yes. gets yeah. me every time and the fact that the final act of this movie is just her disembodied head helping them out in very significant ways yeah. yes so she is plot important she is yeah. i love her um, um her I love that in the background when people are holding her head because you can tell that the prop is like an actual like animatronic because the eyes blink and the mouth moves. It's very cool. It is very cool. Um, so we also gotta get to like they're you know form trying to escape and there's all the stuff going wrong mm-hmm. and so to distract Jason while they make their like final escape. Oh my god! They turn the video game thing into a simulation of Camp Crystal Lake, and there's like <laughs> two teenage girls yes. to distract him. They're like, we love premarital we- sex and smoking. They're like, we're weed. gonna smoke weed, and they take their shirts off in front of Jason, and he's just kind of yeah, like staring just, like, at them. You mean he's so bad? So he like. <laughs> 
grabbed one of they like get into their sleeping bags and he grabs one of them and just starts beating the other (laughs) this is like a gif that i see everywhere online it's so so funny to look at he's just slinging around these sleeping bags and, and like, they're just softly going, the... ow. Yeah. <laughs> they're like giggling while they while he does it. He, and like it like zooms out and like so like it's not like those intimate like you know slasher shots, you know? It's just a, a, like an outside perspective of watching him just like beat another girl with a girl in a sleeping bag. And it also it looks it's like he's really just slinging around me. a sack of potatoes. <laughs> So exactly. Funny. It does not look like he is slinging around a human body. It is a sack of potatoes hitting like another sack of potatoes that is twitching. Oh, <laughs> the voiceover there, they're like, ow, ouch. It's so good. <laughs> there's a lot of humor in this movie that doesn't super work for me. Like, there's there's a lot of people being like really, really quirky that I'm like, okay. Yeah. But that scene like... 110% worked for me. It was so mm-hmm. funny. It's yeah. amazing. That's so funny. So good. Um, so then uh, Jason does end up like outside in space and our guy Brodsky um, like tackles him and sends them both hurtling towards Earth. So they're like just <laughs> flying to Earth in a burning like asteroid. Um, so you just watch survivors... as Jason kind of like burns up in the atmosphere yeah, but like so only survivors are Rowan the nerd guy and the robot who's just ahead but that's okay honestly good for them though yeah they, I was like the, those are yeah, the two the characters, characters I really like so I'm fine with it I will say I, I kind of love that the only solution they could think of in Jason X to like how do you kill someone who always comes back? It was like, well, you just make another character who seems to always come back. Because, like, they trap Jason on this ship and it explodes with him and, oh, God, what is the other character's name? Who's Sergeant like, Brodsky. The, Brodsky. Sergeant Brodsky. And, and they're both trapped inside. And so you think, oh, they're both blown up. And then Jason just comes hurtling through space <laughs> at them with the machete. But then Brodsky just comes the fuck out of nowhere and tackles him in space. It's so funny. The best part about Brodsky is Brodsky, like, gets three fake-out deaths. He gets more fake-outs than Jason does in this movie. Yeah. Like, when he gets stabbed the first time, it's like, all right, he's done. And he shows back up again later. When mm-hmm. KM fights uh, Jason and, like, beats his ass, she, like, needs a distraction for, like... He, like, jumps in to distract Jason for a second. And Cam's like, you didn't need to do that. Greatly appreciate the help, though. He mm-hmm. could, like, gives him a gold star. He shows up again right when, like, the ship is about to explode in a full-on, like, vacuum suit. It looks like the thing from 2001, A Space Odyssey. Like, it's one of those suits. They give him, like, the Rocky, like, standoff where they Mm -hmm. both punch at each other and then they cut away of, like, this man has been, like, they hype him up so much. Mm Mm-hmm. I want him to come back in a later movie. No reason why. I want him to be a a final guy. Yeah, he is. He is a legend. The ending though, where Jason is like hurtling towards Earth (laughs) Two, and like he's like the pose that they have him in for the green screen. (laughs) It's just very (laughs) funny. He's like waving his arms around. And then it like cuts and it's like, look, honey, a shooting star. Make a way. <laughs> <laughs> These two kids, I assume. Uh, 
I want to be in charge of writing a sequel to Jason X. I want to make Jason X too, and which Please. is just him fucking up the like the the year of twenty four fifty five. I need it. It's, yes, it, it would be so good. Like a thing I do unironically appreciate about this sequel. movie is how much it commits to the fact that it's in the future. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the holo- like the hologram stuff or the fact that a character does get an arm cut off and they're just like, you're fine. We'll put it back on in the ship. Like, it would be really fun to have more slashers just mess with their continuity in that way. And just like, how does yeah. Jason deal with people who are functionally just different from humans? And it's so good to me. Also, yeah, the fact I, that, like, 400 years later, people still know who Jason Voorhees was. I'm like, that's also kind of impressive. Yeah. I mean, the I, man did also, kill a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. It says, he, they, like, say in the movie he killed he's killed, like, over 200 people or something in their little blurb about him. So, like, that's quite a bit. I don't know if that's, like, accurate for, count. like, the series, but, like... At that point, if it's in 2010, I would assume, yeah, he's probably killed like 200 people at that point. <laughs> uh, he has at least 137, according to a ranking of all 137 kills. Uh, well, Jesus there you Christ, go. that's dedication. Is that's that a hero right there. Is that including like the reboot or just the single I'm continuity? I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll provide notes after the show. Cool. <laughs> Well, and then one thing that um, I'm super confused about with this ending is Jason Meteor falls to Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So then Freddy Krueger's glove comes out and grabs his little hockey mask. And every time I've heard, like, why they set this movie in the future, they were like, so it doesn't mess with the timeline so that he can fight Freddy. And I'm like, but he fights Freddy in present day. <laughs> yeah. like Freddy in he the future. He fights Freddy before so he's frozen. Right? Yeah. Maybe they're just setting up the fact that they they have actually always been mortal enemies, and since Freddy is kind of a human okay. construct at this point because of the way he deals in dreams, uh, he can just come back whenever <laughs> on a whim. I, I buy don't that. Know. Okay, Freddy. Um, I feel just at peace. Freddy just like coming out <laughs> to the future also would be really funny. Yeah, Fre- Freddy having to deal with like what dreams are in twenty four fifty five. I don't know if he'd be able to figure it out. <laughs> oh, Which is why all horror movies need at least one weird future version to see how they'd handle the the challenge. Yes, mm-hmm. I think instead of rebooting of all of these horror do? franchises, we just need a sequel that inexplicably takes place in, like four hundred years <laughs> in the future, just with all of them. Do it with Scream. Some kid, like, you know, makes up a thing for Scream. I don't know. <laughs> that one would be TikTok-related, honestly. <laughs> Listen, it would. It, it would. almost was in the Scream 5, which I finally saw. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I miss when they all used to fight each other. I kind of want, like, a slasher battle royale. Yeah. Right? It would um, be fun. Yeah, someone tried to tell me that Jason X was worse than Freddy vs. Jason, but I'm going to be real. I like this one way more than I like Freddy vs. Jason, even though Freddy vs. Jason is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think I like this one better, too. Um, I remember more from this movie. 
than I do from Freddy vs. Jason. The only thing I remember from Freddy vs. Jason is that Kelly Rowland calls Freddy uh, slurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's the one scene I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I then they like, like do a fake out where Jason wins, and then apparently Freddy's decapitated head winks at the camera and it's like did he really win though it's like no it's a tie well jason fucking won jason won he like literally won i don't care what anyone else says i want freddy to lose i love the bit where like i think it's freddy throws jason around and there's just a bunch of pinball sound effects as he ricochets across the room that's fun that was fun. But yeah. I agree with Kyla. I remember this movie a lot more. Yeah. I think, like, one of the only things I remember from Freddy vs. Jason is there's, like, a psychedelic marijuana sequence where they basically confuse marijuana with LSD. Like, you <laughs> don't understand how weed works. And that is very funny to me. They're like, say no to drugs, and they said no so hard that they didn't understand what any of them did when it came to <laughs> the movies. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's part of Freddy's powers. He, like, makes the drugs act like different drugs. Listen. In dream, you don't know the difference. <laughs> you may have smoked that weed, but what you don't know is it's going to affect your body like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I switched the samples! <laughs> make you look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, uh, what uh, what are our thoughts on Jason X? This movie is funny as hell, and I would recommend people watch it. <laughs> yes, I um, I would say you like don't even need to really necessarily see the other Friday Thirteenth movies because I think just through like cultural osmosis, like everybody knows who Jason is and what his deal is. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd say maybe watch the first one and maybe, maybe one of the, the other goofy ones. Because, um, yeah, Jason's not actually, like, in the first one, so... Yeah, he's kind of in the first one, but he's, like, a... I don't know. I don't. I can't tell if that, if that was ever supposed to be, like, a dream interpretation or, like, if it was actually him in the lake or whatever, but I, you know, I didn't... Uh, whatever (laughs) it doesn't matter i mean (laughs) as someone who doesn't really love the friday the 13th franchise and like i stopped after the first one and jason only comes in in the second one i love this movie i had a great Mm -hmm. time it was very (laughs) silly it was very funny uh and this was like the first one where i was like okay i can kind of see a little bit of personality when like he's looking back and forth between the two naked girls and it's almost like he's like just like what do i do you can see the steam starting done, to come out of his ears. He's like, he's like so trying to break the shockingly matrix. angry. <laughs> and I love that this movie just confirmed, like, yes, sex is what makes him murder. Period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep. <laughs> it's he's a sleeper cell, and it's premarital sex with the trigger word. Yes, that, and then so then. I can just, if if he talked, I could see him making those shitty Freddy one-liners where he's like, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> so there's uh, someone you forgot to ask yeah. <laughs> um, there's a meme out there that's, that's one of those it's like I consent I consent and then it's Jason that says I don't <laughs> exactly um, gosh 
yeah, this movie is legit one of my favorite uh, movies. I do throw it on every Halloween season because whenever I have a few drinks with some friends, this is the right mix of this is goofy as hell. So if anyone who's actually watching will enjoy it and also like not scary that anyone who is more on the squeamish end feels comfortable with it on. This yeah. is the the perfect uh, like mid temperature movie. Yes. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's got a few good kills, um, but it's not really all that gory. And I feel like the CGI offsets any kind of like uh, bloody gory stuff, so it doesn't look or feel real. And so people who are squeamish can still watch it. Yeah. The only thing, and I mean the only thing I probably didn't really outwardly like about this movie is in the scene where he, like, tracks down all the military people and, like, kills them. It takes forever. Yeah, that scene does drag a bit, but I... uh, It drags a bit and the dialogue in that scene is really bad. There's, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, this... One of the girl, like, marines or whatever, they're, like insulting each other her and this other guy and he's like fuck you and she's like well you'd like that wouldn't you <laughs> yeah this, this this is a horny ass movie yeah that it feels horny. like middle schooler wrote that <laughs> yeah um i i do need to circle like go back because we did not talk about that jason does lead to an entire space station exploding uh, uh yes <laughs> oh yeah we, we, we walked past that, that off <laughs> we also kind of brushed that off yeah yeah, I was, they they don't <laughs> handle it. I was too caught up in the fact that KM14 existed for anything else. Yeah. The, ma- like the Matrix yassification of KM14 yes. is amazing. I love her. Also, I love that they don't change her stupid wig. I love her stupid wig so <laughs> much. so bad. I love it. The like they just yassify the rest of her and they leave the coconut head wig on and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, when they're, like, trying to dock with a space station so they can get some backup and help, I don't exactly know what Jason does, but kills it, the it leads to the... Oh, yeah, he killed the driver! Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the driver just runs straight through the space station and blows up the entire colony of people, which I assume is, like, a city's worth of people. So that yeah. 200 death count just went way it, it's up. His, yeah, I about to say, it's his largest killing action of all time, and it gets glossed over <laughs> so fast in this movie. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> the... He, like, cuts off the head of one of the guys and, like, holds it up to the other guy, and he, like, turns around, and the other guy's, like, <laughs> laughing, because he's like, oh, you scared me, dude. And then he looks up, and he's like, we got a problem here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason's having fun here. Jason's um, a silly dude. Also, this movie is anti- anti-capitalist, um, aggressively. It, it This entire college professor is just the shittiest money-grubbing guy. Yeah. And he tries to, like reason with jason Voorhees at one point when he's like you you want your old timey machete here we go whatever you need bud and like that guy is only self-motivated by money and jason i think feels the power of capital flowing through him mm-hmm. and decides to simply kill him for it yeah it's like you were gonna was- sell my fucking body to somebody how dare you it was Cuts giving uh i actually the don't one remember how he investor- 
guy from aliens that's what that professor was giving me the whole like what if we sell the aliens to the military what if we sell the raptors to the military what if we sell jason to the military that listen i'm not for the military but that would be a really funny looking military if they got all three of them together (laughs) that would be very funny do you think they would try to put jason in like the military uniform and everything (laughs) and like they're like well the mask isn't really protocol and he like kills him for trying to take it off of him well knowing the military they'd give him the punisher mask Uh, (laughs) jason joins the army jason uh, jason goes to boot camp (laughs) like fucking earnest yes actually like really deep dives into the deep societal problems of our system and friday the 13th becomes the smartest horror franchise ever created oh my god you know what if that ever happened i would be fine with it i would love this it's gotta be goofy as hell though (laughs) oh it's the only way oh god what a good movie that was very so funny so fun I am only dedicated to talking about the goofiest of, of horror movies. Um, have y'all talked about uh, uh, H.O. Resurrection, the one with Buster Rhymes yet, where he roundhouse kicks <gasps> Michael Myers? Oh, the Halloween? Yeah. I've seen it, but we yeah. haven't talked about any Halloweens yet. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm putting my name down on the docket for that one. Please. <laughs> yes. I, Isn't Paul Redd in that one, too? Oh my or is God, he in I the one before that. that? I think he's in the one before that. I I mix up H two O and Resurrections in my head every time. Well, it's because, because they're, they're like silly as hell. They take place at the same time too, right? It's like one and then immediately the other one, right? Actually, I think Paul Rudd is in Resurrections because isn't that the one where they're like Michael is the descendant of Sam Hain demon? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I that plot always went over my head especially like they kind of try to introduce it in the second one and it's like it doesn't it didn't work then i don't know why you're trying to force it now but you know whatever (laughs) yeah jason got it right he's just a weirdly indestructible dude in a mask with mommy issues with mommy issues it's true it's true so uh do we have any last thoughts about jason x i really do think that km14 and buffy the vampire slayer would get along very well (laughs) oh for sure i would like ship them probably honestly (laughs) the crossover i really do love the way they handle robots in the later seasons of buffy it's very yeah uh my final thought is uh km14 uh we stan a legend km14 and brodsky if there's any reason to watch this movie it's for those two characters yes please absolutely i agree km14 is that meme it's like if i had a lame-ass boyfriend i would hype him up so much (laughs) (laughs) i love how into their relationship she is like after they she like kisses him and she's like got it babe and just the way it's extremely extremely by wife energy and i love it Mm -hmm. that actress is phenomenal she knows how to do camp right the kiss that she and that guy have though where it's like they kiss and it's like our uh base survival has gone up 
like 55% is like, you want to try for a hundred? And she's like, yes, please. (laughs) We call that consent and it is sexy. It's so, it's so funny. And it's like low key, really adorable, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Because we don't see them fight or bicker. They're just kind of sweet to each other. Yeah. It is amazing. It, It really is. I love them. And I love Brodsky. I hope that they have a very happy life together. Me too. This movie made Uh, me question, like, if I had the choice, would I choose to have nipples? And I don't know (laughs) if I'm ready to have that question in my mind. I mean, I know I I wouldn't. I don't really need them. I don't think nipples are really that, like, necessary in human I know the professor would love having nipples, though. I don't think (laughs) You pass! Oh my god. Oh my god. (sighs) So, uh, Dare, um, if our listeners want to find you, where can you be found? Oh no. Okay. Well, hi everyone. I'm Dare. Pronouns she, they, and Faye. I am a trans poet, writer, tabletop performer, musician. I do too many things online. Um, if you heard any of the shit I said today and thought I was slightly interesting, I'd recommend going to check me out on uh, all the socials at Dare to Dream RPG. That is D A R E, the number two, D R E A M RPG, uh, where I. Yeah, put my games out there. I'm on TikTok, Tumblr, Twitter, and everywhere. Um, in terms of actual projects, I am on Transplanter RPG, which is an all-trans, people-of-color-led D&D actual play podcast and live stream. It is incredible. I've been on there for a while. It's one of my proudest things. Um, if you like more horror-adjacent things, I am also a cast member for Season 1 of Fear and Living Color, which is a all-people-of-color uh, uh horror anthology podcast uh the initial episode is out already um and yeah it's great if you like vampires i am on a show called tabletop titties titties by night in which i play vampire the masquerade as a very flirty vampire and i guess i'm i guess i'm nominated for an award if i should talk about that yes please Please do fine so for dare there is the BIPOC Streamer Awards, which is a uh, fairly new awards show. Uh, if you go to BIPOCStreamerAwards.com, you can vote in various categories. And I am nominated, shockingly, for Chatterbox. And I really want to win it because that's a deeply funny one for me to, to win. Um, so, yes, those are all of my socials. I really appreciate being here. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, yes, thank this you was for really great. Agreeing to come on. Um, yeah. It was really yes, it's been so I fun loved- talking to you. I loved having the chance to talk about Jason X with you. This this was great. This was a wonderful suggestion, and I'm so glad that we are doing this with you. <laughs> oh my god i I never thought I would like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, but this I really enjoyed. And thank you for sharing that joy with me. Oh, thank you all. I I mean, it's always about looking for the uh, the less good ones because that's when you get real fun. Yes. It, it might be quote unquote less good, but it's all always somehow better. <laughs> exactly. Look, the trash is where you can find some treasures. It's true. true. One it's man's garbage is another man's potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, and I think it knows what it is, which is a lot more than you can say for a lot of Friday movies. 
True. Exactly. True. Well, uh, to keep up with Netflix and Kill, you can follow us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. We also have a Patreon, and we super appreciate any donations that come our way. Those help us keep our show running. Um, stay tuned. We do have a big announcement coming that uh, we got some secret special surprises cooking in the pot. So if you like surprises, uh, I'm cutting the carrots and putting them in there right now in the big pot. Oh, we all have and like the potatoes assigned jobs. Ooh, ooh, I'll help. Yes, you get to help. Um, thank you as always to all of our listeners. You guys are great. Uh, shout out to Jenna for being our highest tier Patreon donor. You're wonderful, and we appreciate you. Um, and I, and that's that's it. That's Jason X. Yeah. So um, great movie. Time to yeah. fly through space. <laughs> Everybody, stay safe and uh, be careful about having premarital sex. Because Jason, <laughs> don't, don't do it in front of Jason. It. I guess. Yep. Yeah, uh, you may have consented, but Jason did not. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't have sex in space. <laughs> yep. When when you nut in space, it push you backwards. God damn it. <laughs> we had gotten the entire time without saying it. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs>